Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Our number two Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you along with Cody Jansen. Brendan Escott will be rejoining the show on Friday. Actually, he'll be hosting it when I fly to Montreal. The Oilers in Vancouver tonight uh, fly immediately following tonight's game back in Edmonton, Nashville, and town on Thursday. Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us in the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. That's where we're going to get go next. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Uh, this texter is going to take issue with yours truly. Typical Oilers, Bob. Put all your faith in a kid that's played two pro games. That one comes to us from Brad, who says, Holloway is a prospect, not a savior. Don't you get sick of trying to snake oil uh, us Kool-Aid? That one comes to us from Brad. No, Brad, what I'm saying is that uh, it is my belief that Dylan Holloway can help this team, sort of in the lines of a ninth, 10th, or 11th forward role. I'm not selling him as a top six guy. I'm saying that he helps change the complexion of the depth. Getting Nugent Hopkins and Hyman back is significant over the next couple of games. We'll see what happens with Evander Kane. And it all might end up being a mute point anyways as we re-engage Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec, because what's the old saying, Spec? Goaltending 70% of hockey, unless you don't have it, then it's 100% of hockey. And they're going to need a resolution here. So how much pressure do you think's on Ken Holland and how much do you think's on Dave Tippett right now, Spec? It's on Holland first, uh, in my opinion. Holland, uh, I don't see Ken Holland firing his coach uh, anytime soon, and certainly not without giving him a goalie. And that's for two reasons, Paul. I don't think you can look your coach in the eye and say, yeah, I gave you a bad goaltending situation, but I'm firing you anyway. And the other thing is, I don't think you can bring in, a, if, if goaltending is your problem, let's say that it goes back south again. If goaltending is your problem, how do you bring in a new coach and give him that problem and say, okay, start winning? You know, it doesn't work. Right? The, the primary issue here is the fact that the puck doesn't stay out of the net enough. So that has to get addressed. The firing a coach is not going to help that anyway, at all. You think Dave Tippett has much to do with, with you know, the Edmonton Order's collective safe percentage? Really, he doesn't, right? they got to stop pucks. Oh, I think you could. I, I, I actually, I respectfully disagree, Mark. I would suggest that uh, the structure and process that a team plays with, well, I think the thing that surprised me the most is Tippett had a reputation for being a guy that could shame. I think Dave Tippett's got a great rapport with the players. 
I think he's un unequivocally a player's coach. Um, but I do, you know, I, I, I frankly, when I watched Arizona play, and you wrote about it and, and took criticism from the likes of Rich Nairn and stuff, and you were writing about this, you, didn't, you weren't just saying this was a short-term situation with Arizona. This has been going on for years where they played boring defensive-minded hockey. I'm a little bit surprised the Oilers' team defense hasn't been better, but maybe it's been completely undermined by the goaltending. Maybe that's the reality hmm. of the situation. I think that... What do you think? You know, with the, with the players the Oilers have, they're never going to be a team like Arizona. And the, the issue with Arizona is if you go back and do the math, they've been a bottom three team in NHL scoring for, you know, something like the last 15 years. Like, they just don't score goals. And that's because they don't have scoring talent. It's not because they always sit back and play defense. They just don't ever have good enough players. You know, Edmonton's got some offense here. And they're going to give up chances and all that, and they're going to score. They may not be a 3-2 team. They may be more of a 4-3 team, and I like that. But the point is, you do get to the point, Bob, where any type of defensive system, any type of structure gets, gets uh, superseded by goalies that just don't stop enough pucks. You know, players don't play the same in front of a goalie with an 875 as they do in front of a guy with a 915. That's a proven fact. The team can't function with 880 goaltending. You just can't function. I don't care who your coach is. All right. Um, now, we know Dave Tipp was also a fan of Mike Smith. I mean, it is interesting just uh, revisiting Bouchard and his deployment last year. And could you have had a different tact this offseason? If you had committed to taking the next the plunge, what do you think people were thinking, Spec, Saturday night watching Evan Bouchard score two goals from the point in a span of less than a minute of power play time to get Edmonton back in the game on Saturday? What do you think people were thinking out there in oil country? Well, I know what they were thinking, right? There's a lot of people that wanted him on the power play two years ago. You know, sure. That's what a lot of people have wanted is is um, Bouchard to run that power play. And let's see. I'll bet you'll run it tonight. Well, Barry's not back yet, so he'll run it tonight. And uh, good for him. Let's let's see what happens. He shared a hell of a game the other night. Yeah. Uh, this text just circling back to Dylan Holloway here. And full disclosure, Mark, when the Oilers drafted Holloway, my background information that I had was that a slightly more offensive Marty Reisner. Don't forget, Marty Reisner coming out of college was supposed to be an offensive guy. He kind of reinvented himself as a third-line center in the NHL. Yeah. And, you know, you're picking 14th, and Reisner was not a top-ten pick. Um, and then and then Holloway had a great year, in, you know, at uh, Wisconsin. But for me, it was... The response that I got from the players when they talk about Bouchard, when they talk about Broberg, when they talk about Holloway, that had like they never talked about Yakupov that way. Okay, the players, the guys, like they knew there were going to be problems with Yakupov, that his read and react game wasn't there, that there were going to be limitations, and conversely, they're pretty bullish on you know Bouchard's ability to see the ice, they're bullish on Broberg's ability to skate and make plays. And Holloway impressed the guys. And you know what the old saying is, Speck? The players are the first to know. Sure.
sure. I'm not. I, I think that Bouchard has. First of all, I mean, no one's disagreeing with the fact that he's a fantastic young defenseman and he's only going to get better. You know, his defensive game still needs work. You know, his 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 work down low. His time when the Oilers don't have the puck, right? He's an okay player right now when the Oilers don't have the puck. He's a real good player when they have the puck. So he's, you know, he's two-thirds of the way there, right? And and can he play the power play? Well, let's see. They've got the puck most of the time in the power play, so I'd say, yeah, he can play the power play. But can he play 23 minutes a night? And, you know, in some of those games when the other team has the puck a lot, how's that going to go for you? Well, we've watched him play all year, and it's a hit and miss. Some games he's okay. Some games he's not very good without the puck. So this is how you bring young defensemen along, Bob. You know, he, I guess he could have played all last year in the AHL. I might have made him a better player instead of being on the practice ice here. But because of the roster restrictions of COVID, it was a different deal. But I like what he's doing. I love the player. He's a good-looking player. He might run the power play here for the next 10 years. And I'll say this to you, too. Anyone complaining about the Barry contract? I'm not sure there's a more tradable player than an offensive defenseman with Barry's pedigree, right? He can run a power play. He's smart with a puck. You know, he has some of the same defensive issues that Barry has, but he's, or that uh, Bouchard has. But you want to trade that contract this summer with two years left on it, Bob? I think it'd be an easy move. Well, that's an interesting one. Uh, you know, it, it, you know, people said, was there a different path they could have taken in goal? And to me, part of the path was you needed to have more information on Bouchard. You know, you know, I wanted the team to play four right-handed uh, defensemen last year instead of just playing three and sitting Bouchard. I mean, we've seen that Caleb Jones hasn't gained traction uh, in uh, Chicago. It should be noted, by the way, that Ethan Bear has been healthy scratched. I'm really hoping he gets back in the lineup for Carolina because we're all cheering for Ethan. Um, but at the end of the day here, uh, if you had more information on Bouchard and were further along, Maybe you choose a different path and save some money on the back. Maybe you don't re-sign Barry. You know, maybe you take some of that money and, and now you got more money to spend on a goaltender. And, and that's one to me where the coaching staff would, would be the first to admit that they might, they might have played a, a factor ultimately in what we ended up with in goal as well. I, I think that's fair to say. So Mark Spector joining us right now. Spec, I'm going to give you, um, the, I don't know, the 81 and a half million dollar question. You ready? Mm-hmm. I had a NHL executive relay to me, currently not in a Canadian market. He's not convinced the Canadian team's going to be able to win the Stanley Cup. Not based on personnel, but just based on Canada. Uh, the tax situations benefit certain U.S. markets. The passion for the game in Canada off the charts we know that we love it we have a year-round show called oilers now that does two two hours a day it's like it's like you know the same passion that the deep south has for sec football Um, the the intensity of the media and the the you know you've got a ton of people that care about the product they're allowed to have their opinions on it it adds to the level of, at times, criticism, often warranted, when teams don't perform. So you have tax situations, you have, um, you know, and, and, and the simple response, Mark, would be, well, I don't want guys like that on my team if they're worried about that stuff. I just, you know what, when you're filling out teams, when you're in a sport where you're only as good as your worst player, 
every competitive advantage works to your situation. One of the biggest things clearly is tax. Do you, do you buy that? That it's going to become increasingly more difficult for, we might not see Canadian teams. And we haven't had a Canadian team win the Stanley Cup since 1993. Mm -hmm. So it's only been 29 years, Mark. What do you think? Is this hogwash or is there some legitimacy to it? Well, a couple things. I mean, that 93 stat, remember, right, that Calgary went down to Tampa and lost Game 7 in 04. Edmonton was down 2-1 after two periods in Game 7 of 06 with their goalie hurt in Game 1. You know, there's... Uh, Vancouver was in games was in control of the Stanley Cup final in 2011 lost control lost at home in game seven so you know there we could easily be talking about a stat that they haven't won the cup since 2011 right 406 so that's the first thing I'm gonna say this to you Bob the taxes sure if, if, when it comes to money, guys want to go to Florida and things like that. I get it. But the if we can boil this down to a conversation on, you know, media pressure and guys can't get a tank of gas without people knowing who they are. And if you lose, you can't go to West Edmonton Mall. Do you want to talk about all those things? Talk about playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Talk about playing for the Dallas Cowboys. You know, talk about playing for the New York Yankees or the Boston Red Sox. I think they've won, right? They win. Talk about tough media markets. This media market couldn't hold a candle, right? A candle to what's going on for someone who plays for the Mets. You know? You want tough. Go get the New York Post. They're so much tougher than us media guys here. It's not even in the same conversation. So, sure, Bob, we can talk taxes. It is the market. You say that. You say that. But, you know, I watched all the... I watched the TNTs and the ESPN shows and, and, and NHL Hockey and Rogers. They all show the exchange that occurred last week. You know, um, yeah. and I don't even think it was that. I don't even think it was that bad of an exchange, to be frank with you. We've seen worse in person. We, I, I ended a scrum after 2006, game four, and the Edmonton Oilers and the Carolina Hurricanes, eighth question in. Craig McTavish, the orders had just fallen down three games to one. And I'm like, Craig, your power play, and I quoted the stat, which upsets coaches when you do that. Your power play is like, I don't know what it was, one for 18. And I said, have you thought about changing it up with the second unit, maybe throwing George LaRock out there? And Mac T looked at me and said, any other stupid ideas? <laughs> he walked off the stage. And all you guys were like, Oh, you go, oh, Gary, you know, so. Well, it was a stupid uh, idea, though, Bob. <laughs> well, you guys tended to, you, you guys didn't, you guys really liked Mac T because he was a great quote. He is an unbelievable guy. I I think the questions that got asked of Mac T were a little bit different than the questions that got asked of Dallas Aikens by some people sometimes. So and now Dallas brought it upon himself out of the gate. He was yeah, the answer's coming drunk. back. The answer's coming back, Bob, were different. That's the difference. Yeah. Right, that's the yeah, difference. Well, I mean, I'm here to tell you, Bobby. I am here to tell you. Chris Pronger used to one answer us all the time, and he'd give me a one-word answer, and I'd say, "Come on, you got to give me more than that." And he'd say, "Nope," and that was it. And Leon Drysaddle held 
absolutely the right to tell Jim Matheson, I got a one-word answer for you, pal, and that's all I got. And if he'd have just on the said, third, nope. On the third. And, and you know what? It is. He it, could have done it. It, it was. It's his right. He's nope. in control of that interview. And he fires back, and Matty fires back, and we are where we're at. But it's not such a tough media experience here, Bob. It's not Did you so see Brad Marchand's tweet on uh, somebody chucked yeah. a jersey yeah, on the ice after the loss? And Brad Marchand said that's, you know, something. what was it? That's why they, you won't see, uh, and you wonder why guys don't re-sign there? And yeah. so, well, let's, let's it, Brad Marchand, you know what solves the, all the day it? Brad Marchand becomes the voice of reason, Bob, is the day that uh, we better be we better look a little harder for a voice of reason, my friend. I, I, I hey the the Brad Marchand tweet on the Carolina Hurricanes. You guys are the real reason there's escrow. That was funny. That was yeah, he's really funny. funny, and he's got he's got lots of character and lots of sense of humor. I'll question how much substance is. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline there but that's okay we need guys like that in sport you can man. play on my team mark every day Bobby. every day <laughs> all right spec uh we have uh, added uh we're gonna talk to brad lauer from the edmonton oil kings they, they got moose shot tonight adam cracknell is gonna join us as well uh named to team oh, canada today so all right spec make the call uh you're on friday the oilers have the canucks tonight in nashville on thursday where are we at here What's going to happen the next two games? Uh, you know, you're 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 going to be the voice of record here, and perhaps the voice of reason. Well, if you're doing anything here, if you're getting anything out of the Calgary game, if you're going to put this seven and six game losing streaks in the distance, you got to walk into Vancouver and win tonight. There is absolutely no excuse. A team that doesn't have either of their goalies, a team that doesn't have Horvat, that doesn't have Garland. Uh, I'm missing a couple guys that they don't have. Bob is an important player there. They're decimated and they're playing a third or fourth string goalie tonight so if you have any anything going on at all you win the game nashville's a good team and they're playing good hockey but maybe if you take them on after winning two in a row you come home to your rink why can't you beat nashville like i think it's time to start thinking of reasons why they might lose and and start to talk about reasons why they should win bob Mark, you heard it here. The Oilers will score seven goals in one of their next four games. All right? <laughs> okay. I like that. They're due. I'll, I'll bring my back. pencil. <laughs> All right, Bobby. See us back. 122 at Edmonton. We're going to take care of some business again. Brad Lauer coming up at 135 today. Adam Cracknell from the Bakersfield Condors named to Team Canada for the upcoming Olympics at 145. You're listening to Oilers now. Welcome back, 125 at Edmonton Japanese Village. Open to serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Japanese A5 Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. Into the orders now, injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. It's this simple, jameshbrown.com. 
they're the best. All right, Oilers, Zach Hyman back at Edmonton, still in COVID protocol. Uh, what else do we got? Mike Smith not traveling with the team, nor is Tyson Berry. Looks like Ryan Nugent Hopkins, strong possibility to go. We're just waiting to hear full verification that he'll be cleared for tonight's uh, game. For Vancouver, Bo Horvat, Connor Garland, uh, Thatcher, Demko, Tanner Pearson, all out in COVID protocol, along with backup goaltender Yaroslav Halak. Spencer Martin starts to Tonight. That's the Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown as we head into the Oilers prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today and here is Cody Jansen. Kyler Savoy had three assists this weekend for Denver as they beat their Colorado College rivals 5-0 and 4-0. North Bay lost a pair of games this weekend. Matvey Petrov was held off the score sheet. Still has 56 points this season. And in Bakersfield, they went 1-1 one one this weekend. Dylan Holloway, three assists in a pair of games. Okay, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford of Wetaskiwin, 10-time President's Award winner for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts are available from both Brent Ridge Ford and Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. Get the exact equipment and colors you want. Reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Bob, uh, why play in Canada in the winter when you can play in the south and swim in the ocean on off days rather than shovel snow. Unless, of course, you have a neighbor who can do it for you and you have hockey tickets to give them. Do I know somebody like that? Do I? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, this text comes in from Todd in Bonneville. He says, greetings, Bob. Uh, understanding Ken Holland's developing players, allowing them to percolate. As Speck pointed out with the taxi squad, my opinion of Ken Holland's view, having Bouchard develop with the Black Aces, uh, with the big team, allowing uh, the boy to uh, develop and protecting his asset and developing the loyalty of his teammates. Yes, he could have been back in Bakersfield and kicked butt, but he was on the team. Big sacrifice, I think. Uh, but another year... Uh, older and stronger Ken is a pretty patient man historically from Todd and Bonneville I'm not saying he should have been back in Bakersfield I'm saying that if it was me I would have played Bouchard more than he played last season that's what I'm saying at the NHL again you can text the 780-496-0063 Bob uh, we hear over and over how nasty our media is in Edmonton Speck and Rashog are two of them okay says the texter I love Speck, but to be in front taking questions uh, from his style every week uh, has to make guys skin crawl. Oh, come on, man. I don't think it's that tough. I mean, hosting the show and having Speck on twice a week, that does make my skin. I'm just kidding. Uh, Rashog, oh, no. He's, he's, guys are 99.9% of the time, everybody's fully diplomatic and really nice to deal with. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Brad Lauer. From the Edmonton Oil Kings, Adam Cracknell from Team Canada, the final half hour of Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.